Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Transmedia Worldwide, these folks, absolutely phenomenal. It is a great Indiegogo campaign. Check out I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Type in serialism. Serialism's mission is to bring back the feeling of the Saturday morning you've experienced as a kid. Our cafe will focus on serving cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Not only will we be carrying popular brands, but limited edition, seasonal, and cereal favorites from all across the world. Get more information. Online at I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search Serialism. It's a custom cereal cafe, a place for everyone to relax and indulge in your favorite cereals. Check it out today at I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Give them some of your hard-earned money today. Okay. We are going to go. We're going to go to our next guest. They are live with us today here on our big broadcast. And uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, Mac Regan. I'm uh, the author of uh, recently released uh, uh, what I call the 20 It's a voter support guide for the 20 November elections. Now, uh, wh- why did you decide to come up with this? Well, I've been studying uh, this topic of citizenship since uh, retiring from management consulting uh, about five years ago. My first book was called Global Citizen Patriots, uh, issued just before the 2016 election. And uh, this one is uh, of similar vein, but uh, a lot shorter. I found that uh, keeping it to 80 pages and highlights goes a lot further in this world than uh, uh, (laughs) 300-page 300-page books. I wrote it because I believe that uh, American citizens need some help. We need to think about uh, the fact that partisan disagreement, which is dividing us most most days, is really uh, a fool's errand, uh, and not voting, which a lot lot of people don't do. Uh, Both of those are sure sure formulas for failure uh, politically. And um, and the fact is that most Americans agree on many middle ground issues, and and have strong connections to our founders' values, our concept of democracy, and our capitalism. And the three of those work together. Um, so focusing on that is a good starting place, and I think the vote, uh, uh, the basis for an informed, pan-partisan voting. And the book is fo- focused on issues, not candidates. So there's no mention of candidates in the book. It really deals with uh, mainstream problems that probably all of us would agree on uh, to some degree, um, and and then focuses on what are the questions that we should be asking candidates. I think it's way beyond most voters' capability or interest level to come up with a solution for health care or a solution for the environment or a solution for bad water in Flint, Michigan. I mean, there's only so many things your brain can handle before you explode. So, I mean, the reality is you need to be able to ask candidates the right questions 
about the problems that are most important to you as an individual and most important to your community. So that's why I sort of wrote the book, and that's the motivation behind the book. Fantastic. We've got Mac Regan with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. So uh, talk to us a little bit about how the coronavirus presents an opportunity to unite or further divide the American people. Give us your take on this. Yeah, I uh, wrote an op-ed recently, uh, which was published, and, and in the book I refer to sort of the five levels of economic capital that we have. Those are political capital, human capital, you know, people are number one, uh, social capital, which includes our media, environmental capital, financial capital, and sort of infrastructural capital. And the op-ed was focused on social capital, and it seems to have gotten some play um, on the theory that, you know, great crises, which we have now with the coronavirus, present some important opportunities, too. And social capital in the United States can be an incredible asset for our society when it builds consensus, when it builds trust and reciprocity. Unfortunately, we more often uh, view it, uh, have taken it as a liability. We're creating distrust, a lack of cooperation and division. And some of that is our leadership, some of that is the weaponization of modern social media, and some of it's just us, our, you know, our inherent biases, the way we start to view things. So um, what I suggested in uh, the op-ed was ways to improve our social capital so that we, in fact, think about more consensus. We think about trust and, and making more trust, and we think about reciprocity. And I came up with five things that voters and citizens can do right now to try to cut through the complexity, the fake news, the divisiveness uh, in, uh, in our society in order to help us uh, increase that social capital rather than make it a liability. So Fantastic. I can go through those five things if you'd like. Yes, uh, run, run them down for us. Sure, uh, thank you. Um, the first one, and these are in no particular order, are um, when we think about uh, how we think about things, we often characterize ourselves as liberals, conservatives, nationalists, Democrats, Republicans, Christians, agnostics. I mean, everybody's got a category. Um, and I think it's time for us to recognize that no one group or ideology has all the right answers. In fact, um, you know, all of these groups probably have some of the right answers. Uh, but until we sort of sit down and get beyond our labels and think more for ourselves about what those right answers and what those right questions are, uh, we're not going to get anywhere. So if we lock ourselves up in Democratic lingo or Republican lingo, you know, those tales represent really the most ideologically convicted people on the Democratic side and the Republican side actually don't represent the majority of Americans. Most Americans are moderate. They're, they might be conservative on some issues. They might be liberal on some issues. But you know, overall, they're more moderate than the tails. But the tails are really motivated, and they get out and vote. So first thing is to avoid characterization. The second thing I would say is let's all commit to truth. Because if there's no truth, there's no trust. Um, so that is difficult for, you know, it's difficult to perceive truth. But you can verify rather than blindly trusting the sources you're using. Um, and there are lots of well-regarded fact checkers. There are a range of media sources. So people should be trying more than one. 
Um, and they should be particularly avoiding sources at the extremes. So in the book, I suggest a number of sort of more moderate. Um, and, you know, for example, the New York Times is liberal. Uh, the Wall Street Journal is considered to be conservative. But they're both professional journal. They both employ professional journalists. They both rely on facts. So you may like one more than the other. But if you read both of them, maybe you get a little bit of a balance. And that's what I'm suggesting. I think the truth often lies somewhere uh, towards more towards the middle rather than the poles. And the ability to hold yourself to truth uh, allows you to hold others and politicians, most importantly, accountable by truth, by calling out uh, misinformation, lies, those types of things. The third thing I recommended here is that we, we need to all recognize that information bias starts within. So we all suffer from confirmation bias based on our upbringing, our culture, our race, ethnicity, our religious beliefs, our levels of education, uh, all the experiences that we've had in our lives. Um, so that colors how we think about things. So self-awareness of existing confirmation biases is really important if you're going to recognize, evaluate, and balance varying opinions, if you're going to look at various policy options that the candidates might offer. And, and in November, I'm really focused on the senatorial elections as much as the presidential elections, because I believe a lot of the action in, in, in both the Senate and the House is really critical. You know, our inability to get things done that are helpful to the country is, uh, is, not, is not good. So let's recognize that uh, that information bias starts with, from within, and we're all guilty. Uh, the fourth thing is to support candidates who offer specific plans and structural changes to increase social capital's ability to help citizens find agreement. So we're looking for people who can help bring us together, can help create conversations rather than divide us. So that, this can include everything from different types of regulations and accountability of mainstream media and social media. It could include additions to primary and secondary education curricula that improve students' ability to critically think through the uh, needs and preferences of our increasingly diverse society. And how about programs to increase social integration in schools, um, communities, and workplaces? Um, and regular community and national level publicly funded forums. There have been some university and uh, publicly funded forums where a cross-section of a local population is brought together for a day of conversation and debate. And these are people who wouldn't normally get together. Um, and yet what we found in those, in those various uh, groups was that once people had heard the other side of the story from uh, people they typically wouldn't be conversing with, um, the, re the levels of respect for uh, each other rose dramatically. The levels of trust rose dramatically. And people saw the other side of the story more clearly, and they were able to then more readily reach compromise. So I think those types of groupings and those types of debates and that type of social construct and can really help us uh, increase our social capital. And the last thing before I quit here quickly is um, we can increase uh, what I would call shared fate across diverse communities. Uh, we can do a much better job of that in terms of education access, housing access, and socially diverse networking. I mean, one of our most diverse and successful organizations is the military, right? Yes. And the military brings together just about every 
member of U.S. society, and they do it in a very effective way. They train them, they get them to work together, and what could be more important than, you know, having to work together in life-threatening situations? So the military is a really good example of creating shared fate in a, in a community. But there, you can also do that in public service. You could also do that with bi large businesses. I worked for a large multinational company, and until I started traveling to other countries more readily. I was the head of the human capital practice for about five years, and I was traveling to other countries incessantly, and boy, it gives you a whole different perspective on life. You, you learn how, uh, how other people's opinions really, even though they weren't the way you think about things, are valid, and you have to listen to them, and you have to reach, uh, reach compromise on them. So that was the purpose of the articles, to bring out sort of five things that people could think about and act on uh, right today, because it's hard to act on all this stuff without uh, congressional assistance and presidential assistance and, and whatnot. So I hope that's helpful. Well, uh, so I guess as we wrap up here, uh, how do we get the book? How do we get involved with you? All these things. Oh, great. Uh, the book is uh, called The 2020 American Revolution, and it's available from Amazon. It's, uh, it's a very quick read. Uh, I really geared it for my... Uh, two daughters who are millennials, <laughs> who tend not to read a lot. And so I, while the book is 80 pages long, it's very much highlighted. So you can actually just read the highlights and get the flavor of the thing in, in, uh, in two hours, three hours of reading. Um, and it's really designed to help voters think through those biases, think through what's important to them is our you know, healthcare system that's ranked 43rd in the world. Is that something we really need to focus on now? Uh, is child poverty something? Is the environment something we need to focus on? Is the corruption in our political system in terms of campaign contributions dictating people's behavior? Is that an important thing? So people can array these things in their own way, but all the book does is provide a lot of facts on some of these problems, and then it suggests a lot of questions that citizens should ask the candidates to really make them accountable and make them focused on the issues that are important to those particular systems. So I hope it's helpful for citizens. Um, again, you can get it from Amazon.com, and uh, it's available as paperback and in ebook form. Fantastic. Well, Mac, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on our big broadcast and uh, chatting with us today about this incredible book. And uh, thanks for being with us. Well, I appreciate it. Happy to be on uh, in Kansas. Take care of yourself. Thank you, my friend. There he goes. And uh, we are going to take a timeout. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.